Ladies, gentlemen, boys, girls, it is time for Thirsty Thursday, and we want to wish everybody, I want to start off with this, we want to wish everybody uh, happy Pride Month. Uh, we love everybody except except these two, these two groups of people. I want to make this clear here. Uh, people that are insistent that you need humic acid and organic material to grow, gr- good grass, mm. and also people mm-hmm. that grow centipede grass voluntarily and willfully as their desired species of turf grass. Those are the only two people we do not love. So if you're not in that group, we love you. Have a, have a, have a great month and all that good stuff. It's June, Ray. It's fucking June. And oh, there I go with the bad language. Sorry, uh, Tommy, cover your ears. Whoop. Uh, but seriously, it's, uh, it's hard to believe that we're in June. But tonight, uh, we are here to hear all of your problems, all of your wishes, all of your hopes, all your dreams, and all those hopes and dreams that have been shit on already by drought, bad weather, poor choices, equipment failures, <laughs> anything you can throw at us. We'll see if we can handle tonight on some live calls. Uh, the number right there at the bottom of the screen uh, pro- uh, popped up there by uh, glorious producer Jay Pink in the background. 304-804-7277. 304-80-RASS. Or 304-804-747-ASS. Yeah. There we go. So, anyway. Um, I was talking to Rand the pre-show about drought, so I'm interested to see if we'll get into Jesus. All right. I guess here we go. Fire away. Here we go. Go ahead, Go cowboy. Ahead, cowboy. Call your live. Caller. They hung up. They hung up. Aww. Oh, no. I can hear him now. No, we will not talk dirty to you in uh, Vladimir Putin's voice. We we can't do that. I don't speak Russian, nor does Ray. Um, nope. It's it's gonna cost it's gonna cost more. More than a Patreon membership for us to do that, comrade. So try again, okay? <laughs> so Ray, I was I was getting ready to say there is I wonder if we're going to get any questions about drought, lack of rain, because the uh, Great Plains off through the Midwest and I think even stretching to the Northeast, it's already dry, and mm-hmm. I think we're working our way towards being in a little bit of a mini drought. I'm going to see if Drought Monitor has been updated. See where we're at. I do and... have uh, a couple mailbags if if uh, oh if we Uh-oh. get one uh, oh, here we this go. Guy's calling back. Oh, you like caller? Go ahead, cowboy. <laughs> hey, good. What's up, guys? It's the grass beef. Oh, here he is. Hey. Oh, yeah. How are you? How are you good. doing? Hey, Mister Ray. Good. Oh, good. we're good. We're good. Uh, one, uh, thank you for the comment about the uh, the the uh, nozzles. I teed Ray up on a good one right there. I knew Ray would. Oh yeah. Knock, well, knock, it was it. a batting practice fastball for Ray. He knocked it out of the park. <laughs> he explained it so good. I enjoy watching because mm-hmm. I learn a lot from watching these guys. Well, we appreciate that. How's the Tahoma Thirty One? How's that looking? It's good. That's the reason why I'm calling. Um, I sent you a picture tonight. Um, All right. I don't know if, if Tahoma can actually get any red thread because I don't think that's more of a warm season um, fungus. What I have, like, no. if you look at the leaf blade, I sent him a picture. You can actually look at it. 
Uh, it, did you it, send it to the... This may be me. I may have given it too much water because we haven't had... We've been dry for over two weeks now with any rain. We haven't had any rain. But I got some... I got some spots. It look like the, the blades are like... They got a little bit of redness in them. And I don't know if it's from me or if maybe if I applied something that certain spots have it. I really don't think it's any fungus, but... Can, can can Bermuda really get red thread? I don't think it can get red thread. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to say that no. for sure. I, I don't think no. though, that no. you're no. going to see that on that species. No red so, what? So it's been pretty dry there in. Uh, yeah, we in haven't. Philly we haven't had West any Jersey. rain. It's been over two weeks. Wow. So, are you irrigating with an in-ground system, or do you just run sprinklers over the top, like from your hose? No, nah, I just. I just run a sprinkler system. It's it's only like thirteen hundred square foot. So, okay. So, I mean, in where did you send the picture to, Grass Thief? Is is it on the email or where where can J Pink find that? Because we definitely would like to take a look at that. I I sent it to the email to where uh, the Grass Factor. I just oh, sent okay. it tonight. Uh, oh, you did mail. Ago. Just one picture. Okay. I know it's That's hard good. to tell sometimes from, you know, just by looking at it, but I think that maybe uh, these guys can handle that. We can, we can, we can take a stab at it for I, sure. I don't know if you're allowed to stay that anymore. Don't I see don't, it? Or... I don't see it. Try and send it to us at mail at thegrassfactor.tv. Try that email address. That's M-A-I-L, not M-A-L-E. No, that's the <laughs> other one. That's the, that's the NSFW uh you know, <laughs> but yeah, maybe we get I'm sending it to the wrong email because I actually sent JP a couple of things in the last few weeks. Uh oh. Yeah. Put the. Uh, can you put the mail? Uh, do we have the email address? Can we throw it up on the screen, JP? Do you have that graphic or no? Uh, I can make one. Oh, well, he can make one. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> all right. So it's and it showed up here just just so we can we're clear here. So this showed up in the last week or so after you know two weeks of no rain. And you think it's a reddish color, that sort of thing. Hmm. You need to go back and look at your weather. It's just here like on the leaf. It's just kind of like on the, on certain leaf blades. It looks like it, like a little bit of redness and a yellowness. But you know, it's been a funky spring because the daytime's been warm, and then the overnight mm-hmm. temperature's been dropping down to like in the in the in the fifties, low forties. Uh, but now we're up. Now we're up. I mean, we got like Ryan? it was ninety degrees. So okay, uh, oh. I, I have a the, I have a theory on that one. Up early. I was green. I was green mm-hmm. since. Yeah, right. Okay, I have a theory on this one. In that, when you have alternating warm weather and cold nights, what I have seen happen in warm season grasses is they have trouble uptaking phosphorus because when somebody tells me a reddish or and purplish and coloring in their grass right and it is not related to excessive water or rain right then i start to think more like that's my sign that the grass is having trouble uptaking phosphorus Okay. Okay. That that because whenever somebody tells me red or purple in Bermuda, 
I tend to think it's a phosphorus issue first. Right. I will disagree. Mm-hmm. I think, and I'm going back and I'm just looking. Uh, Grassley, roughly how far are you from Philly? Go ahead, cowboy. Uh, I'm, 20, I'm 25 miles outside of Philly. South of Philly. South of Philly. Okay. I'm just looking at the Philly airport temperatures here for the last, you know, uh, 10 or 14 days. I would say I think what you're seeing is some of that, uh, you know, it's not cold temperature stress, like, you know, it's freezing or anything like that. But those swings um, back and forth between a couple of different things. Days are getting longer. It's getting more sun, but it's not, not, it's not getting heat. Also, I'm looking at temps here at the airport that were, let's see, last... So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Like, I'll just rip through this on lows. 53, 50, 53, 51, 52. So there was, and even this week, like last night, it looks like it was 50 degrees for the low just last night. So those kind of temperatures will get it looking kind of funky. Like, we'll see those colors on, um, especially Tahoma, because it is a cold taunt variety. Like, it won't just go dormant. It's not the snap of a finger. You get cold weather, and it goes downhill. It has this you know, different expressions of, um, of, uh, what the hell am I thinking of here? Ray. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, but pigments, pigments, pigments. Well, in the plant, it, right? The, the, anthos- the anthocyanin so. pigment uh, yes. comes out. Yes. Yeah. So that's just a, that's a response, a leaf response to stress. So a grass leaf, I, I would love to see this picture and I'd love to compare it because we see this too, um, in cool season grass, like in the fall, Later in the fall, like October, November, when the day lengths are shorter, right? So the plant gets plenty of light, but it's only for a very short and compact period, right? And then you're also getting cooler temperatures at night. So those temperature swings, you know, it goes from, you know, 70 or 75 in the day down to 40 at night, things like that. It's a little bit different because we're talking, you know, warm season plants versus cool season plants. But we do see different expressions on this. I would suspect, and again, without seeing the picture, I can't say for certain, but I just think it is a physiological response to the temperature uh, that you're seeing up there. The other thing I will say is this is uh, um, Tahoma 31 iron cutter, all the, the newer really cold tolerant varieties. The, the good news about them is that they're cold tolerant. The bad news about them is that they're cold tolerant, right? So what I mean by that is in the springtime, you know, you start to green up early, like because they're used to lower temperatures in terms of, you know, physiological responses, things like that. But, as Ray was saying, right. if you do get those temperature swings, and we had a lot of those, um, not more. Crazy year, last, year, last year, I think, was worse, at least here. I don't know about Philly. I'll go back and look at the weather. But, yeah, I mean, I'm looking here at your weather for May, early May. And, yeah, you're, like, in the low 50s for highs, right, which is not typical of early May in Philly. So, all that being said, right. it's been a weird spring. I think, uh, let's see here. 92 tomorrow 89 big cool down this weekend so uh yeah let's hope that you get some hotter weather and see what it does but we'll look for that picture and if we get it later on we'll make some comments on what we see but okay yeah, we need some heat next week is yeah still cool out there so and, and tell here's somebody the to thing i know just by yeah. i know bermuda overnight temperatures they need to stay above 60 for Absolutely. to start to really start yes. to push and we yes, haven't yep, had yes. that consistently all spring. Right. No, and I'm not really seeing that until, uh, at least on the long-term forecast here, end of next week, 
you know, 62, right, 66, right. and then you're up in the upper 60s. So anytime, that's what I always say is, you know, we're looking for, um, you know, nighttime lows as close to 70 as we get it. If we get, you know, up to 70, that's that's a win. If we get anything over 70, it's right. really good. It's chooching. So uh, pray for that uncomfortable armpit weather that Philly is known for in the summertime, and good things will happen, sir. I know it. Are you still there? Yeah, there you go. You caught, I caught out. I couldn't hear you. But uh, oh, right. I'm so thank sorry. you for your uh, for your uh, services, and uh, <laughs> I will send you the pic. I'll resend the picture, and whenever you get a chance, if you could comment, think you thinking what it is. I, I would love to see it. it. I'm anxious to see it. Now you're going to make me go out and look yes. at all my Tahoma fields tomorrow and be <laughs> be paranoid. Well, anyway, I'm, right. again, I'm, I'm still supposed to go. I'm still supposed to go up to Collins Wharf to go see Jay to go do the yep. uh, to go pick up the uh, the iron cutter because I'm getting ready to drop that down within the next two weeks. That's good. So, I got a whole I got I'll a keep, whole truckload of I'll sod coming from him. With that too. Awesome! I can't wait to see it, man. Thanks for calling in tonight. Okay. Yep. Thank you for your time. See you guys. Time's up. Right. It's over. Have a great night. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see here. What is what is Altman Lawn saying here in the chat? Hey, shout out he, to Lawn Warrior in the chat. He's asking if uh, Teenix is a bad idea on the entire lawn, and it's like, I don't think so. Just uh, mind your rates, uh, start slow, and uh, go from there. Teenix is pretty. Pretty good, actually. I mean, I, I don't see any particular risks or hazards with it, especially if you adhere to the label instructions. There you go. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't see it as our, particularly our, scary. <laughs> our dear centipede growers. So, uh, mm -hmm. I was looking in the in the in the comments in the chat here to see uh, see if any any of our haters were here, but unfortunately not. I guess not. Everybody just wants to be a keyboard warrior in the comments. And Tommy, if you're listening, go to fuck the bed. Mm -hmm. All right, please. All right, now. My goodness, I had some music that played in my ear from like pop up that came up, and it absolutely yeah, it was weird. All right, Matt, I'm gonna, I think, I'm gonna read this uh, this mailbag real quick. Oh, all right. Let's let's hear some ball bags. Oh. oh, you got nope, not today, JP. Nope. Not today. Go ahead, cowboy. Call you're live. Yeah, to Homa thirty one question for you. I just got a box from Amazon. Oh boy. My God. Outside so, fire. I can't tell you. I actually bumped my fist and I said, yeah, like, yeah, under my breath. My daughter was like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, oh, everything's fine. Sorry. So, um, all right. So my question is, I heard Ray tell somebody bury it in two inches of sand and it'll come through. But, mm -hmm. um, I got a little bit different situation. So I got turf type tall fescue and POA annua mowed at like three eighths of an inch on a 
go to sleep PGR situation. My plan, just drill two inch holes, put the plugs in so that the grass is barely poking out the top and fill it with masonry sand. Do it. Do it. Good about that. Do it. <laughs> do you want the do you want the leaves poking out or bury them? Bury them a little bit. Bury. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because if you have plugs exposed, you know, the leaves exposed, then that's going to be a place where the plugs are going to dry out, you know, more Fast. faster versus if you cover those leaves with a little bit of sand or soil, then the leaves will reemerge through that sand or soil when the root system is there to support all that growth rather than because let me explain to you what happens to people that plant plugs and they're all lined up in a row and it looks like uh hair transplants at that tv thing uh hair club for men the people <laughs> that put in their plugs like that they then have set themselves up to need to water that area two or three times a day to keep those plugs from drying out. So, okay. Uh, here's a question. Let me, <laughs> let me just throw this out there. So are you trying to, are you hoping that these will out compete or are you hoping that these will just become a mixed stand of cool and warm season grass? Like what's the, what's the goal here? Or is this literally just FAFO and <laughs> whatever happens, happens. I'm too lazy to spray it out and wait. So I'm hoping okay. that it overtakes the POA that's already dinged from the PGR that I put down. And the turf type okay. FXU doesn't like being mowed that low. So uh -huh. I'm mm -hmm. hoping it just overtakes. I mean, so something you could do would just be spray it one time the day of, like, and you're not going to hurt anything spraying it the day of and then putting the, the sprigs in there. Like, there's no yep. concern whatsoever on that. And then just let it kind of go. You know, I mean, um, I guess it, here's the other thought too, Ray, mm -hmm. your thoughts, I think it'll do very well. I think Tahoma is an extremely aggressive, um, uh, 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 extremely aggressive grass mm -hmm. and growing very much and more resilient so than iron. Yeah. Very much more so yeah. than iron cutter. And I'm not knocking iron cutter. I'm just saying like Tahoma mm -hmm. to grow in is about as easy as it gets, um, with Bermuda. <laughs> now that being said, let me ask you this, Ray. How would you feel outside fire here? Does what he's going to do. He's going to put those plugs in. He's going to, you know, the plan that he just concocted right there, which I think is a good plan, gets mm -hmm. it established. And then later this summer, I don't know, four, five, six weeks down the road, comes the back over the top with a sulfonylurea, like Katana. That's, exact, that's exactly what I was thinking is that, and in fact, I have somebody that I've been talking with in Nebraska of all places where that's going to be his plan. He's going to let his Bermuda plugs start to establish themselves. And once they're 75% established, he goes nuclear on the cool season grass with something like Celsius or monument. And of course, that yeah. For those of you, for those of you all that are listening, please know that Bermuda grass plugs 
tolerate something like Celsius or Monument as soon as a month after they've been plugged in. True story. So there, I, so there's no risk. Gonna... There's no risk. <laughs> I, I was Ray told me that last year, and I was like skeptical. Time's like, up, it's uh, over. Mm-hmm. I use the, uh, I always use the, uh, you know, the analogy of you know putting my my balls in the deli slicer because you know mm-hmm. it turn out poorly. And he's like, yeah, I just go out there with revolver and what what was the mix that we did? Revolver, uh, revolver, Celsius, Quicks- and Quicksilver. Silver, that's right. Revol- Quicksilver, that's right. Yeah, I said, and you I was clean like, your your crabgrass and goosegrass. You got to clean it out. <laughs> scary as shit outside fire on like four week old sprigs. Like holy sprig, no, there's no cover. There's no turf type ball face or anything, and it, and it worked fine. So, I guess. That might be the better way to deal with it because uh, you will have a much better uh, uh, rate of efficacy with that than just one single application of Roundup and then you know or glyphosate and then you just you know see or springing into that. So, um, mm-hmm. quick question then on your plan: or how big of an area? Like, I, what's the coverage supposed to be on the box? Like, what do they tell you that those plugs will should spread out and cover roughly in terms I- of area? Uh, like a thousand square feet ish. Oh, okay. So then mm-hmm. he's going to set up a little sprinkler and just kind of run it. Yep. Or five, oh, yep. perfect. Uh, I'll, I'll set it up in, uh, in one zone of where my sprinklers are and that way I can control the water that way. Awesome. I like it. Uh, I like awesome. It. I mean, if... Go ahead. Go ahead, Ray. You know, this is something that I've actually done professionally where when I'm changing over from one kind of grass, to another i just install plugs allow my plugs to take root and establish and then i come back with something that's selected to the variety that i plugged but then fatal to the grass that i'm replacing and i call that the no-till no-kill transition i love it let me see if okay, i got I mean, to give you some what good reference the, the lazy transition no, it's well, not I, don't, lazy. I don't call it. It's, just, it's not lazy because the, it it is hard work plugging in all of that grass. But then for me, I like to call this the less messy transition. Also, keep um, because the it's grass not green. It's not going to turn into mud. Of having a brown yeah, it's not going to turn into mud. Yeah. Yeah, that's the, the yeah, just the green factor of of yeah, yeah because you're, you're going to transition. Was, yeah, because I. I always got to think now, how much trouble am I going to be in if I turn somebody's back lawn into a muddy mess? Whereas, well, but versus if I can plug some stuff in, it starts to grow. And then when I can see more of my desired grass rather than the undesirable, uh, now it's time for some monument. (laughs) Done. (laughs) And that's that's the easy button that you'll have. So let me pull up. Jay Pink, go ahead and pull up. I'm going to get you a couple more here real quick, but um, just some frames of reference in terms of what you're going to be dealing with. So this is a good shot. Yeah, and that was your is, sports field. <laughs> yeah, this is on bare ground, but you'll, you'll get a better idea. So this is what? Uh, a couple weeks later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is what? Nine. So about two and a half weeks later here, about five weeks after springing, 
and then let me get you one more just to give you a frame of reference on this stuff because like i said it's it's pretty easy to grow in um and keep it going so this is let's chooch down here and that is download and i know it's slow as hell here sorry 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 for all the suspense and then this is another 17 days later so basically each of these shots are 17 days apart and the first shot you're looking at is about two weeks after sprigging so um so this one here is two weeks after this one two weeks plus 17 days so about four and a half weeks this is six and a half weeks right here or seven weeks seven weeks right here so it's going to go in a hurry and especially if you get the weather and the temps and everything like that keep it watered i would say once you get to back up to that for that second picture jay pink definitely once you're at this stage here this is about four weeks in you can really back down that water um so you know keep it really really damp i wouldn't flood it and have it puddled but keep it you know um more moist than you would keep seed like cool season seed and i think the rest will take care of itself you know uh so i'm excited to see what this looks like and i'm excited to see the reverse transition i've so quick story i've actually wondered about this of if you you know if you stand a better chance on some of these established fields of rather than like tearing them all up and and you know if, if you're already on grade everything like that i've wondered this on our sports field projects like could we just sprig into that and then come back over the top with sulfonylurea and just wax everything else and then give the Bermuda another, right? you know, six weeks in the right? summertime. I've, I've got an even friendlier way to do it. I've got an even All friendlier right. way to do that. How would you feel about half a pound of nitrogen in the form of 111 every two weeks, about two weeks after you first put down your sprigs or your plugs, and you keep doing that, in that field that you're transitioning from cool season to Bermuda. And mind you, I'm telling you basically the, the two things that I tell people with cool season grass not to do to their cool season grass in the summer, and that is to water a lot and throw down a lot of fertilizer. So between the fertilizer and the water, I suspect that the those two things will make the cool season grass check out all on its own and towards late summer yeah maybe you come back with a little bit of monument or celsius and finish the job but then there's not going to be that much left by the time all's said and done and as i fire there's there's other things that could happen too if you get you know um hot wet weather i mean just with the additional irrigation that you have, I mean, you might smoke that stuff out just with pythium. I mean, it might yeah, self-select yeah. out mm -hmm. and check out on its mm -hmm. own. So take yeah. a lot Throw of some nitrogen down. Yeah. I mean, if you, <laughs> when you talk about, picture. When, when you're Go talking ahead. about like on other shows, like what's your number one problem for fun, for fungus, it's pythium for me. Oh, then Ooh. you're, <laughs> You might, you might be able to skip the herbicide. You're golden. <laughs> <laughs> can, we, can we inoculate your cool season with that? <laughs> yeah or or you know what the other one that would come come around and and decimate 
is the warm season variant of brown patch with all that water and nitrogen. Right, Ryan? Yeah. Yeah, I right? mean, I, I, mean... I, think there's, <laughs> I think there's a lot there's a lot of things that can go wrong in a good way for you on the cool mm-hmm. season stuff. So all I would ask is, you know, follow through with that plan of how you're going to plant it. Um, keep it watered. And then, uh, like I said, this, this grass, it will look like nothing happened for a couple weeks probably. Uh, so do not be discouraged. But there is a point probably sometime between week three and week four that it starts to go. And then from week four to week five, it just explodes. So, um, let mother nature take care of it. It'll, it'll make you look, you'll, you'll probably expend a little political capital at home of like, what the hell is going on here? Why did we do this? And then, you know, week three, week four, you're going to you know be able to say, look, look, look. And then week six, you're out there mowing it at three A's and it's banging and <laughs> off to the races. So mm-hmm. just right. follow the plan, stick plan. to it. Thanks guys. All right. Thanks for calling in, man. It was cool to hear from you. Okay. Yep. Look at that. See, people taking chances. He's uh he's in New York. Um lower part of New York. So I think you'll have a pretty good shot at doing that. They're actually growing um I don't know if they have Tahoma there or not. I have to ask that. I, I know they have Iron Cutter in Central Park Ray and it's actually doing pretty well. They're I believe they're also non-irrigated too. So that's interesting. Oh, is this uh grass thief? That's yeah. grass thief's grass. That's cold injury. Yeah. Cold, you know, growth gro- you know cold uh, affecting the growth a little that's that's like what happens when it's too cool at night right ryan yeah that just looks like a little bit of temperature stress i'm not overly concerned about that that'll grow out they just need to get the temperatures i mean uh 70s you know mid to upper 70s for highs in philly in the first part of june is uh it's weak sauce that's that's not what Mm -hmm. the weather is supposed to be like in uh in that area so anyway I'm gonna uh, e- no, nothing read to worry this, about. Uh, email from Mark as well, real quick. Not if somebody calls first. Yeah, I've just began. I've, I've just begun watching your videos and listening to you guys. I feel like a dumbass. I have a small Saint Og Palmetto variety and tend to push nitrogen in early spring, trying to achieve results for an annual event I hold the first week of May. It's looking good, but I have some gray leaf spot. However, my yearly mm. problem is in July. August area, I start getting take all root rot, always in the same areas of the lawn. I've tried peat moss top dressing, which seems to slow it down, but I want to prevent it and keep a healthy lawn all summer. Any help would be appreciated. Hmm. Here's where where I'm going to go. I'm going to go towards suggesting a rather aggressive pH correction that involves sulfur and citric acid. I would also lean you towards backing off on the nitrogen as much as you can and starting to feed your turf grass more micronutrients, like especially manganese. Because a lot of nitrogen in the absence of the micronutrients, while it may get your grass greener, Temporarily, that is that literally sets you up for more take-all patch later, especially if your nitrogen source is in the form of urea. But the main thing to think about is soil pH, 
and micronutrients. That's what I'd actually look at. And, and you know what the side effect of getting your micronutrients and soil pH is in order is? Your grass stays constantly green without you needing to throw so much nitrogen on it. And I call that a win. All right. There we go. I feel smarter having heard that. Mm-hmm. Let's see. So did I. And speaking of oh. smart guys, right there. The Lushy yeah. Hotline is open and ready for your phone calls. <laughs> exactly. Oh, <laughs> uh, and did Demay freeze? <laughs> yeah, he did. There's so many things you could do with that picture. <laughs> do not. <laughs> Oh. oh boy, I came in right in right in the nick of time. There he is. Now, now he's, he's back. back. Uh, it like kicked me out. I, I hey, guess. Demay, did you install that RAM? <laughs> I said in the pre-show, I bet dollars to donuts that you didn't. And and so yeah. Maybe I'll get maybe I'll get drunk this weekend and not ground myself and put the RAM in. It'll be fine. <laughs> As long as you don't get the computer drunk, you'll be fine. No, no, absolutely not. I wouldn't think of doing something like that. So, <laughs> all right. Lushy, how are you this evening? Doing well, doing well. Weather's been uh, Matt? a little dry, but. Oh. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, it's a little dry here, too. We'll, we'll talk more about that because I do. I brought you on for a reason. I do have some questions about that specific to you that you might be able to help with. But um okay Lushy's filming for matt matt will probably be in here maybe for the after show he's doing a little commuting right now from work so we brought in right out of the bullpen fresh out there throwing <laughs> heaters getting that arm ready to answer some questions so uh those calls you wild thing right is now, ready for 804 rick ricky vaughn lushy vaughn uh 804-7277 uh the thing i was going to ask you about i talked to ray about in the free show about his biggest drought in Hawaii was last year. And I know that you haven't, you know, had lush lawns forever, but is last mm. year's drought that you guys had the worst one that you can remember in all the yeah. time you spent? And okay. Uh, really? That bad. I the only one that was close is when I started with the city, which was 2015, 2016. We had two two summers where we had a drought where we had to shut the water irrigation systems off. For a little while, Whoa. but it was mm -hmm. it was nowhere near to the severity that uh, we had last year. Last year was was really really bad. Oh, okay, mm. that that's one thing, but then I've had the experience of multi year droughts, decadal ones. Yeah, no, we're not. We haven't had that decadal, thankfully. Yeah, well the. However, I'm thinking about the long-term weather forecasts, and apparently this year the weather service calls for the start of El Nino. Mm -hmm. What's However, that mean for you? It sucks, suck all the water from you? It depends, because you see... 
there's a longer term weather pattern. Oops, we have a caller. Let's let's get to him. <laughs> caller, you're live. They they hung up. They were just playing around. <laughs> I think they got Aww. scared. Is your refrigerator running? Scared. What? Is your refrigerator running? You better go catch it. Jesus. You don't remember doing those as prank calls? Uh, no. Uh, jerky Boys, that was all Boston. <laughs> Paul, Paul Smith is sending me messages, but he won't call in. No. Come on, Paul Pitt. Come on, Paul Smith. Call in here. Uh, <laughs> anyway, okay. So, no, I was asking about the drought because... Um, I know it was pretty unique and historical of what you guys faced over there. And we haven't had anything like that probably since 2012. And it wasn't awful that year, but it was pretty bad. We had minimal rainfall over a long stretch and everything like that. And I just wondered, like, it's early for this to be happening, right? When yeah, did you start? I saw on a Facebook group that you guys were uh, were dry. Um, I, we held on until probably... I would think like the middle of June, end of July. I'm sorry, end of June. And that's when all hell broke loose. Yeah. And it was just like, it that's just a- never, it just never rained like for weeks and weeks. It just, whoa. <laughs> and then when they finally shut the water off on, on customers that were irrigated, which was in August, August 7th, I think is when they did the full blown. Like they were sending the police around knocking on doors if you were irrigating. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was like the you water know, they're like, hey, yeah, they really did. We we weren't doing it, but the uh, the actual police were doing it on some people. Um, but yeah, the August seventh was the full like you can't. There was no even watering your garden garden anymore. Whoa! Yeah, you know, for a while you could hand water your lawn, and then mm-hmm. they nope, no more even hand watering. Well, well got, I remember, bad. I remember two decades of that lushy, two decades. Oof. Where so would you? Did you, you just put hydrotain out until your wallet couldn't afford it anymore? No, no. That's when that's when I got smart about actually how to how to run irrigation. Go ahead, cowboy. <laughs> Call her live. Hi, yeah, I was calling in because I got a Bermuda lawn and I'm starting to see some yellow patches in the evening. Uh, in the morning, it looks green. Yellow patches in the evening. We got you loud and clear. Five by five there, friend. Uh, yellow patches, but only in the evening. Is is this where transgender lawn faggots hang out and talk no, wow, you know man. what it is. You know what it. Is? Hey, well, I thought we were celebrating Pride Month, and you got to come on here and talk like that, my friend. Come on, yeah. bro. Aww. Try a little harder. Try a little harder. Try a little harder, yeah. my friend. Yeah. May drinks day. a couple Bud Lights, and next thing you know, there's slander. Everywhere. I guess. I tell you what. <laughs> man. Well, I guess uh, no. If you got yellow spots in your lawn, sir, I would say you probably need to get out of the water sports game and pick up a new hobby. Have a nice day. All right, we're going to move on now, and hopefully that guy will have a better day. I hope something good happens for you, pal. Uh, and continue talking. Man, what, what a nice guy. What a nice guy. 
Um, I got so another email the, here the, for you. Um, ooh, it's warm season okay. grass, so I know that. All right, that, all right, all right. All let's, lay, let's lay it on. Let's lay it on here. <laughs> I live in North Alabama and have Tiffway 419. My yard went to sleep last winter and never woke up. The only chemicals sprayed were pre-emergent and triplet. Last application was on April 4th. I went from a beautiful yard to a graveyard dead yard and didn't change a thing. Ray, you go first. Okay. Uh, Was this done to a lawn that wasn't coming out of winter very well to begin with? Because you see... Be very careful about applying things to lawns that are having trouble in that transition period between winter and spring. And be especially careful if the lawn is going through what's called full springs, where it's warm for a little while, and then the weather changes its mind and says, nah, psych, and uh, goes back to cold. Because at that time, last thing you want to be doing is fooling around with a lot of herbicides on the grass. Especially not things like pre-emergence or even like your three-way type products. Uh, you know, be thoughtful of that. Especially if, again, you're in that weird weather pattern where it's not making up its mind whether it's winter or spring. So I'm looking I mean, at weather for Birmingham, Alabama for April. And yeah, well, what was it, Rashi? The 70s and 80s, but then you had some dips at nights into the 50s and 40s mm-hmm. uh, post his application. Um, mm-hmm. 70s, low, mid 50s, 60s at night. Mm-hmm. Yep, Nothing. That would do it. Then spikes yep. to 80, then to 50 at night. Mm-hmm. That would do it. It looks like it was. That'll do it. Bouncing around, then back to you know highs of sixties during the day mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for a little extended time frame. Yeah, and that pretty much that'll goes do through it. the month like that. Yeah, that'll do it. I mean, if it keeps on bouncing between cool and hot, that's a very precarious time for Bermuda because. Uh, was it? I, I think we heard from uh, our friends in like uh, that part, like in what Atlanta, where grass weather was weird earlier this year because it kept on bouncing between cool and warm, and you know, yeah, may, we, not may, not able to make up its mind. We talked about that on uh, a burner return episode, Tennessee University, of Tennessee, Matt's mm-hmm. alma mater, and. Uh, you know, he'll tell you they're the 2023 national champions already, but uh, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. Um, but but uh, they put out a letter that, that they're uh, they shared with the golf courses and uh, lawn care folks, things like that, trying to kind of reassure people that, hey, it's been a weird spring. We've had some tough weather and what you might be accustomed to seeing, maybe you wouldn't. And I wonder, too, like if some of those applications are made, it'd be an interesting uh, little anecdotal case study there ray of of how many lawns you know that people did the normal the usual right to in the spring and at the usual time yeah yeah, and and maybe 
that wasn't the death blow, but it might have been enough to finish some of these things off. And then, mm. yeah. Uh, so, okay, let, let, for our friend, let's help him out here. So he's got, he's in Alabama, North Alabama, and he's got a roached out 419 lawn. What would be your recovery strategy here, Ray? Is it a sprig situation, a sod situation? What, what are you going to tell homeboy to do here? What I'd probably tell him to do is scalp off all the dead growth and start pushing it with the fertilizers in, you know, in the summer. And here's one more little factor that I'm thinking about. How is his pH? Because here's what I know about Bermuda growing on acidic calcium and magnesium deficient soils. Mm -hmm. The grass is already dealing with the stress of the calcium and magnesium deficiency. The next thing that is wrong or not ideal pushes the grass over the edge, which is why mm -hmm. I'm a big fan of people knowing their soil pH and adjusting it accordingly because that makes the rest of your lawn care a lot less precarious. I feel bad. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, so I mean, it's, it's like, go ahead. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel, I feel bad too, because it sounds like somebody did what they usually do. And the stars didn't align and it went badly on them. Well, and I guess the one, the, the fortunate way of looking at the silver line way, I always look at this is like, you know, Hey, if cool season gets destroyed in the summertime, eh, you got to follow to fix it. Same thing you with see, you. Yeah. Like take, take your lumps, right? It was a tough, a tough year. Not much you can do mm -hmm. about the weather, especially during, you know, the highest, what, what I would consider to be the highest stress period for Bermuda in that area of the country. Right. And, uh, it was, it was an abnormal winter. So, you know, take your lumps and maybe you plant, you know, something else that if you want to get rid of the 419, although you're probably not going to get rid of it all the way, uh, you know, <laughs> going with something more cold tolerant. Um, yeah. but in any event, I, I think that's the plan. That's the, that's the game plan. So, um, hopefully our friend Brian that called in here a few minutes ago, hopefully he approves of that too. Love you, Brian. All right. Mm -hmm. Um, moving right along. So you, don't you chuckle at me. They think, um, <laughs> Don't two play brown, me for that. Two brown spots in a row. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. Uh, feel free to call in, uh, not with your uh, political rantings or uh, slight stereotypes or bigotry. You can save that and keep that shit at home. But if you want to talk grass <laughs> and some fun stuff, 304-804-7277. We'll take those calls right now. Uh, also, the other thing I want to talk about here. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead, cowboy. Hello? Hello. Hello. What's up? Hey, guys. Hey, guys, it's Zach. Oh, hey, boy. Zach. Zach oh, snap. Oh, snap. So, <laughs> true story. I true talked story. to Ryan earlier today. He think he knows I'm going to talk to Ray. All right, oh, sure. Ray, you got to hear this. Now you don't call me anymore. You he, he, listen. We had a, we had a good fifteen minute phone conversation today. We talked about talked about life. We talked about grass. We talked about contraband, uh, you know, different <laughs> things like that. 
<laughs> but listen, this is a very, uh, he asked me this question and I told him, I was like, Zach, I really don't know. That's true, folks. <laughs> Sometimes we don't know and it's okay to say it. It felt good to say it, actually. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to sit down. We're going to put the camera on Ray and we're going to STFU and listen to Ray just do his business here. So Zach, ask oh, your question. And let's put the spotlight on Ray. And let him talk. Oh, no. Which, Ray, you know about if I spoke with you about my my dissolvable sulfur, my citric acid mix, my mm-hmm. micronutrients. Mm-hmm. My question I asked Ryan earlier today, and I do have xanthan gum to put in the mix. Mm-hmm. I have about 100,000 square feet of customer lawn to do. But right. if I don't get that tank empty in that day, is it going to settle out in the tank and turn into a big googly gah of shit? It shouldn't. It shouldn't because yeah. you see the xanthan gum also is called what they call an, a suspension agent and an anti-caking agent in this case because the gum particles get in between all of the you know powdered sulfur particles and keep them from settling into a hard cake. So you should be able to turn the agitators back on the next day, shoot your spray gun back into the tank back into opening. The tank. Yeah. Back into the tank opening, clear your lines because that's the other thing about dealing with these kind of mix, tank mixes is if it's been allowed to settle in the hose, good idea to shoot it back into the tank. And oh, by the way, Zach, I even suggest doing that in between individual stops. Perfect. Okay. So then that way you don't have any kind of settled or suspend, you know, unsuspended mix in the hose, you shoot it through into the tank, let that stuff uh, churn up and agitate up, and then that way you always are are shooting down a consistent mix on the lawn. Got you. Okay. Monday's the day. Monday. Awesome. And like I told until I like I told Ryan, I'll take before have the guys take before and after pictures too. Oh, nice. I think it'll be I think it'll be crucial for sure. Is that Night Rider? It's calling in right uh, now. I, yeah, it's uh, it's Night Rider, all right. What? Uh, <laughs> I, I'm looking at the private chat and I saw I saw Punt uh, followed by some various information. Give give me a quick rundown of what happened. <laughs> Oh, somebody called Patrol. in and was trying to call. somebody was trying to troll us and, and tell us about yellow spots in Bermuda. They only showed up at night. And then he asked if we were transgendered and some epithet for <laughs> uh homosexual people. And uh Really? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. he he had a big he had a big Brian had a big problem. Uh didn't like I don't know what we were saying or he was having a bad night or whatever, so like I said, uh, I, I don't know if he gets drunk and shits on the lawn and that's the brown spot and the irrigation washes it away in the morning. I don't know. Like, <laughs> was he trying to be funny and it wasn't funny or is he just is he just a cocksucker? It was just a troll. Just a dick, Matt. Just a dick. Okay. So... Yeah, Brian, guess what? Go fuck yourself, buddy. Don't ever fucking call again, you fucking piece of shit. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> fuck yeah. you. That... <laughs> yeah, this is not the... This is not the show for uh, for that because we help 
Everybody. Yeah, it's Absolutely a, uh, I, every- just, I just put in 14 fucking hours and I'm not real fucking pleased about it. So if you want to call in <laughs> and talk shit, you can, you can flat out go fuck yourself. <laughs> at least if you're going to talk shit, come at it with something that's funny or creative or something that's even <laughs> pertin- pertinently relevant. You know, make fun <laughs> of me for being an asshole or angry or ornery or talk too much. Whatever. We'll come with that bullshit. Fucking lazy piece of shit, motherfucker. Just wanted to get that out there. I feel better now. How you boys doing? Same. Good. Hey, Lushy. Hey, what's up, Matt? <laughs> not much. That was not directed at you. I don't want you to panic and think it was. Again? Well, Heidi, you've been oh, the first time. Oh, man. I know. You, like, you, like you, you, you waltzed into a bad one last time, Lushy. Unfortunately, oh. you did now too that was wonder yeah uh, this time zach got it yeah this time it was zach (laughs) was zach's like i'll never call again (laughs) darn it's right zach and i'll have some bourbons and uh Mm. all will be all will be right with the world all will be good right (laughs) we'll we'll just sit around and have a bourbon and and it'll all all be better That actually sounds like a great time right now. <laughs> I wish I had a For Tesla sure. to drive me home so I could have a scotch on the way home. God, you're oh! not kidding. <laughs> now listen, um Yeah, when Zach was talking when Zach was talking to me about all this stuff, they so explain to me for those that didn't hear it, it's on a podcast that we did a burn and return. It was the only live one we've ever cut. Actually, we, we did this in Louisville yes, yes. during Dirty mm-hmm. Deeds. Uh, it was a really, it was a great conversation. It was wide ranging. Zach is probably one of the most interesting people in our community for a lot of reasons, right? Really? Um, oh yeah. But the the thing that when you were talking about it, like I even told this to Zach today, it was like you described, you know, putting the xanthan gum in there and all this other stuff, and I was just even I like sitting there listening to you say this. I was like. <laughs> man like i need a bong rip or something to wrap my head around this like this is some wild ass <laughs> shit so can you explain the thought process number one but number two how the hell did you figure this out this was a lot of uh fafo on my part and also i've known for many years that xanthan gum is a commonly used suspension agent in industry for various powdered products that are to be mixed with water. Am I right, Matt? Yep. Yep. It's like a a viscosity agent of sorts. Yeah. So what it does is it makes the water a little bit thicker and in making the water a little bit thicker, it does two things. It retards the settling of a powder like sulfur and it also keeps that powdered sulfur from packing together at the bottom of the spray tank. So, because otherwise, if you have wettable sulfur and you let that guy sit overnight, you run the risk of that no longer being able to be mixed up again because it has set into an extremely hard brick at the bottom of your sprayer. Now. Mm. Zach confirmed that his spray tanks have engine-driven paddle-type agitation. 
So he's got excellent agitation in his sprayers. However, the problem is if he doesn't finish the entire tank batch, he's going to have to use that up the next morning and finish the tank. So that's why I told him to throw in that xanthan gum to be insurance against any kind of settling or packing or difficulties in dispensing the spray mixture. So, so there, I mean, it's uh, a little bit of, uh, I guess, industrial magic. I, I like it. Uh, what, whether, so here's one other question is what other, what other typical applications in turf would that be applicable or useful in your eyes or have you what else have you tried it with besides that i also do that with hydrated lime there you go lefty okay like like (laughs) can i spray the hydrated lime out of my permagreen yeah you can spray anything out of your permagreen (laughs) yeah (laughs) you you, 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 can if it goes in the tank it comes out (laughs) out of the the drain plug yeah however you know, and I've also done that to various fungicides that are notoriously difficult to keep in suspension, like say mancozeb. You know, is, is that's a hard one to keep in the mm. suspension. And folks, like you know, when you have one of these like uh, suspension concentrate type products like say you know the various fungicides where it's like a a milkshake looking liquid Mm -hmm. i'm gonna put money down or or a glass of blantons that there's probably a gum like xanthan gum in that formulation in the bottle to keep that product from caking and turning into a brick in the bottom of the bottle like you know xanthan gum like guar gum another one have you ever used guar guar gum i've i've heard of it uh i've used that as well guar gum and then there's these uh like methylcellulose type gums too right matt yep yep cellulose is another good one um yeah methylcellulose type type products yep and it's like if you can find something too, like here's here's another way of doing a good suspension and then adding a thickening thickening agent is like you know finding a solvent that it's soluble in. So say like for instance it's soluble in polysorbate eighty or something, and mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. adding that to water, uh, and then adding a thickening agent and then run that under ag- agitation. That'll that'll maintain a really really good uh, suspension as well too. And there's Typically one place we'll, that I will maintain it in a micronized form as well. Yes, yes, absolutely. Gonna be a run on xanthan gum tomorrow. Go ahead, all right. Boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Call your live. What's up, guys? What's up? What's up? Hey, so I'm I'm the guy from North Alabama that has the graveyard dead grass. Yes, I'm oh. glad you called. Holy shit, I'm glad. 
Oh man! So, man, I love right. your fucking accent too. You sound, you sound, you sound like a real man. I want to get that out there. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. No, I do. I was, I'm at work and I I, I received the email. And uh, so I still had to fast forward and rewind and find where the hell y'all were talking about it at. So I finally found it. Um, but yeah, so um, yeah, it's it, it yeah, it's fucking dead. <laughs> is, it, oh, it, is it is it new sod? <laughs> it, well, it's two year old sod, and right. I didn't change a thing. I didn't change a thing, but you know, yeah, the weather. I know Ray was talking about the weather and and. Um, Y'all had pulled up Birmingham, but I'm more like I'm 11 miles from Tennessee. Um, if you're familiar with going oh, okay. down 65, if you're familiar with going down 65 when you get in Alabama where the rocket is, but the rest center, I'm like two and a half miles from there. So I'm okay. I'm I'm pretty far north in Alabama. But yeah, the the weather it got high, you know, and it, okay, I thought yeah, it's a good time to spray. So I went out and sprayed because I gave it a couple of days because we had a couple of days where the temperature was warm and went out and sprayed and then it just, it never come back. So I got out there yesterday and was looking yesterday morning and I'm seeing a little bit of sprigs um, just here and there, but for the majority of it, yeah, it, it, it's, it's, I, it's I got a few questions. Is it, uh, first, is it, is it dead to the property line? Um, Yes. Yeah. Um, it is. So like one side of my yard, like my driveway, the, the bigger side where my house sits on, it's all tipway, And then everything else is common. And I've got a little tipway in there. I had a little extra sod when I sawed it, everything. And, but the majority of it is all dead, no matter where it's at, anything that in, in my front yard. Even now my common? common Bermuda is coming along strong, but it's only affected my tipway. Okay. Okay. And your pre-emergent you applied. What did you apply? Dementia. Okay. What Dementia. did you apply last fall? Same thing. I ain't changed a thing. So you applied dimension in the fall as well? Yeah. Or no, I, t I did barricade. I think it was barricade. Barricade in the fall. And uh, I assume like uh -huh. triplet also in the fall. Yes. Okay. Now, so you, I, I hear you that it's not coming along, and and th th that I've I've seen it before. Especially, I think what happened, and and hear me out on this, is I think you caught it with triplet at the most unlucky time you possibly could have. Now, is it dead? Yeah, but if you if can you. You're out there in the country. Can you get ammonium nitrate? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I would start fertilizing it with ammonium nitrate and, uh, and maybe, a, maybe a pound a month uh, of actual N. So, you know, you'd be applying about three pounds per thousand. And it would not shock me to holy shit if by August you don't have it grown back in. Uh, so I, I had something similar happen, uh, with an account I picked up in Augusta, Georgia. And this was, this is when we had the ice storm in Augusta. I don't know if you remember when the, uh, the highways all shut down in Atlanta, the school buses got stranded on the interstate and stuff. And it was a big to do. And anyway, that ice oh, storm yeah, in Augusta was real bad. Yeah. Everybody left their car on the interstate and shit. Yeah. 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 
So um, there was, uh, and it was real weird because we went from absolutely, you know, half inch of ice everywhere you look to uh, all of a sudden it was warm outside and the, and the guy's grass was dormant. He decided to go ahead and apply atrazine to it because it was still dormant. And he caught it <laughs> at just the perfect time that it never came out of dormancy. And uh, and it, there was a lot of people that put atrazine down that year and a, and a few of them did not come back. And uh, this is one of the ones that did. And, uh, and I, I put it on one of those uh, FU uh, ammonium nitrate type of deals. And uh, I'll be damned if that bitch didn't finally start growing sometime around the 4th of July. It was like it came out of nowhere. And I had a zoysia yard do the exact same damn thing, but not with atrazine. It was nothing that went on it except for barricade in the spring and three-way. And, you know, property line to property line, the houses on either side of them, one of them, they were both Bermuda, greened up perfectly. And, I mean, this zoysia yard did absolutely nothing until about the middle of June, end of June. And it was like when it came on, it came on with the thunder. But it, it sat there. And, I, and by that point, I probably had two and a half pounds of in on it. And it, it still looked dead. And I'm ready to have the conversation that you're just going to have to sod it. And, uh, and he called me and he said, man, you'll never believe this. The grass is growing like hell. I was like, you got to kid me. So that day after work, I actually drove by and looked at it and I could not believe it. So I wouldn't freak out yet. I'd give it till the 4th of July. And if you don't see signs of hope, then panic a little bit. Uh, beautiful thing about it is that it is Bermuda and it may be a pain in the ass, but you can regrow it. If you've got sprigs, you can regrow it. It may, it may take you all season. It may take you half the next season, too. But you can grow it all back without having to resod it. Okay. Okay. Yep. <laughs> well, I, so I know Ray mentioned just scalp it down. So I scalped it, and that's when I got worried. Because I know you were, you asked what, you know, about the property line. So the guy, one of my neighbors, we went from uh, me and him both sodded our yards kind of around about the same time. And his is struggling, but his is green. And that's when I started kind of getting worried. And I scalped it. So I went ahead and scalped it down just a little bit. I didn't go all the way to the dirt, but I scalped it. And then um, now uh, now it's it ain't doing nothing. And his is starting to come back. So that's kind of why I got a little bit of concern. So I went and got a soil no, sample. Sure. And I'm trying to see where I am on, on all my levels. I can't remember. I was a little bit low. I was a little bit low in... Um, the fall when I did it and I, and I did some, you know, I had some lime and all that, but when it didn't come back, that kind of just, just freaked me out. No, man. So should I scalp it? Should I scalp it? Just go ahead and scalp it again and then just throw the nitrogen to it. You're, you're fine. If you already got it cut down enough, you you just, I I wouldn't even worry about it now. Right now it's all about building some optimism. Okay. Like I'm trying to, I'm going to play your therapist here for just a half a second. <laughs> Don't worry about, about scouting right. it. Go get you some ammonium nitrate, put it down, and start to see some signs of life in it and, and feel a little bit better about the whole thing. Then from there, you can start playing with it all you want, right? But just get that little bit of hope first that things are going to trend in the right direction. Remember, heat is your friend. And I, you know, I'm in Knoxville, so not far from you. And, you know, I know we've been on this weird trend where last week it was cool all of a sudden. And now we got heat again this week, which is 
still not conducive for you all that much. Um, you know, it, it's like, you know, we catch a week of heat and then it gets cool again and then it gets hot and then it gets cool again. So it's been foobard of a, of a growing season up to this point. So for a two-year-old hyperbird for Mutilon to be struggling after hitting, you know, minus uh, wind chills for, you know, a solid week in December and then the number of times it greened up and went dormant, I'm not entirely shocked. Uh, and again, I'm going to point out here that this is why common Bermuda is my favorite Bermuda, and I'll die on this hill. Uh, it is what it is. But get get you some ammonium nitrate. If you want to send your soil test over, feel free. We'll we'll take a look at it. I, up that close, you're close enough to Chattanooga and all that. I I I don't think you're just going to be absolutely depleted of anything that is going to require like immediate supplement. A pH being a little bit low, that's par for the course. I wouldn't sweat that. Uh, at, at this point, it's going to sound crazy. It goes against everything, but you have to treat this as a, as a brand new grow in. So uh, it's, it's time to allocate that budget towards nitrogen and uh, start start putting it down. Okay, that sounds good. I can do that. That 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 makes <laughs> me go. feel better than looking outside and seeing the sun bitch dead so but yeah I, that, that sounds good I, I i can handle that yeah don't count it as dead yeah. yet because it is bermuda i mean and that is why folks yeah. i am a bermuda fan because a little bit of nitrogen can grow it back from even the most catastrophic of occurrences on the other hand i've seen other warm season grasses where if something bad happens Plan on a resod. That's just how it is. Hey, are you, are you from okay. North Alabama originally? I grew up here. I'm originally from I'm originally from Michigan, but I grew up in North Alabama. Yeah. All oh, right. thank God you got you got <laughs> the hell of a transplant here. accent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it, you you took to it, sir. I I applaud you. <laughs> Well, you, you hear where his, his formative years were spent, and that's sure as shit on the better side of the uh, the Mason-Dixon line. <laughs> yeah. You. yeah, I hear you. It's God's oh, country man. down there. Don't let anybody tell you different. Uh, let, let me ask <laughs> right. you, when you, when you root for an SEC team, who do you root for? Jeez. Auburn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank Wrong God. <laughs> no, look, I'll take Auburn over Alabama any day of the week. So you, you oh, win again. Yeah. At least they got an agriculture school. I, we'll give them that. Yeah, I, look, as close as you are to Knoxville, I don't know. You may have to come up and uh, and en- enjoy a good UT party one good time. But who knows? You might leave in uh, traffic cone orange and uh, have a have a new lease on life. Hey, <laughs> I'm I'm down, man. I'll bring some bourbon with me. And we'll have a good time. All right. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, buddy. Keep us posted. Yeah. Hopefully, the graveyard rises from the dead. I will. I'll, I'll hit it with some nitrogen, and then I'll, um, I'll send you guys. When I get home, uh, when I get home or sometime this weekend, I'll take some pictures, and I'll send you guys some emails with pictures of what's going on. And then, yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll keep you guys posted. We appreciate you. All right, man. Thank you very much, guys.
Look I was that. talking to Paul Outlaw oh, this apples. week, and he was saying his his Bermuda is just all his warm season stuff is just wonky. Hell yeah! Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. It, they had cold weather down there too this past weekend. Like we were uh, in the nineties here in Ohio, and I think I saw it was mid sixties, seventies, something like that. You know, down the Carolinas. So yeah, it, it it's been a tough spring, and I again, like everything that you expect to happen. Um, I don't know. It's tough year for so far. So far, uh, it's a tough year for growing grass in a lot of places in the country. Super wet, super cold spring here, and now we're boom right into uh, you know two weeks with no rain and no end in sight here for at least ten days in the Midwest. And so, I I don't know, man. It's setting up to be one of those years that I, I don't know. I don't get too much into prognostications. There's nothing you can do about the weather. Buckle but up and dive in. Buckle up and hang on, baby. <laughs> buckle up and hang this on is, so all right look this is the year of, of biostimulants where you have a panic attack and uh and you start you start dumping money in in foo-foo because you're freaked out i get it i 100 get it i'm guilty of it more than probably anybody else on the panel right now and uh you know it's just you gotta you gotta you gotta pick your traje- trajectory and stick to it and try to keep your head on your shoulder square Good year to be in the human business. (laughs) (laughs) And hydrogen. It's a good 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 day to subscribe to Reddit slash lawn care, you know, uh, and and, and get on there. See some of the brain trust there. So, but we're just angry, folks. Let's, uh, we're going to read. I mean, I'll pull some of that up real quick, but uh, get time for one more call. Read a couple of mean comments and then. We will. Uh, <laughs> we did have we'll uh, Paul here. Smith try calling a couple times. We could call him. Paul back Smith, quick. call in now. Call him back. Call him back. Call, call him back. direct. Call him back. Call. Call Paul. Oop. Too late. His number is actually four huge. Oh, never mind. Sorry. Wicked sick. Shaley. God damn asking, it. Asking thou shall receive. I tried Surprise, to motherfucker. Guys. motherfucker i may be the mother i'm fucking making to me listen uh listen uh wait wait can you share those pictures that you have or do you want me to do it it's easier for me to share these pictures let me do it real quick in his sugar shack Uh, that he's hanging out in no 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 he's he's actually i I want i want to get somebody's opinion on this this one picture in particular i think uh oh shit hang on i don't know what i did there i made something go away that didn't want to go away um here we go making it go all right jay pink here it comes to you go ahead and throw this picture up real quick and i gotta ask the panel matt pause pull over make sure you can look at this real close at the appropriate time uh no, Paul Paul would not be roasted in any form or fashion, but uh throw this picture up here, Jay Pink, and let's take a look. I think Paul had to take a road trip up and fix uh the lawn barber's mom's backyard. This is what it looks like, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yup. Paul Paul, did you go do this at a charity today? Are you feeling are you feeling good? Are you trying to get in somebody's good graces here? What's going on? Tell me Tell me what's going on. And I want to know how many bags of cow poo that is in the corner. (laughs) You know what? Uh, 
is is Lon <laughs> Farber a part of this group at all? I don't think nope. so. <laughs> I don't think so. Because, because I saw a guy when I was uh, coming out of uh, the store. He's in your area. And he had this, He no, he had this lawn barber uh, shirt on, no. truck trailer. Oh, my God. You you, you ran into in, him. In, in, you, in Wilmington, North Carolina. You, yeah, you ran into him. him at the oh, 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 Lord. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Oh, you did. What uh, in the world are the chances? Uh, North I'm gonna see if he's if he's there or not. There is a lawn think, barber I, of North I Carolina. I think he's in South Carolina. Yeah, he's in Charleston. This lawn barber of North Carolina. This okay. is here. Yeah. I'm a, this is the guy here. I'm gonna send it to you, Paul. He looks like a nice guy. He's got a picture of his family there on the web page. Very personal. Uh, it looks it looks good. Uh, I Paul was in uh, Wilmington, North Carolina. Yeah, this is this is right here in Wilmington. Click got. on the link. I, let me see. You were in law enforcement, so you know how to pick somebody oh, out of line. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, just <laughs> looking at the logo before I even pick it up. Yes. Uh... Is that the man you saw at the at the Lowe's in Wilmington, North Carolina? Please answer yes <laughs> no, or no. This is just a convenience store. Um, was this oh. the man that exited the convenience store quickly and you heard screams? <laughs> no, he, he was looking at my truck, but uh, yeah, yeah, same guy. He had a hat on. He was like, yeah, same guy. <laughs> All right, Paul, what'd you call it's to talk a... about? I, uh... I was just calling to talk to you guys. Well, it's good to hear from you. <laughs> since no, since uh, you said I was too scared to call in, and then your producer wouldn't answer the phone when I called, so. Okay. <laughs> well, he was scared. It's it's really it's a game of chicken. Who's more scared of who? Is it Paul to call us or is it Jay Pink to answer your call? I mean, really, it's it's, it's <laughs> like that. Paul, I have a I have a serious and a personal question for you. Will you be attending your? I believe this would be the third straight uh, Dirty Deeds. You were no, original second. participant. This, this, this would be, the, would second? be the second for me. Second, oh, last year. Okay, first. I ha- oh, I haven't even met Matt. What? What? Yeah, yeah how, how did how did you not meet me this past year? <laughs> I, I I dipped out probably a little bit too soon. Yeah, you um, did. Bad, <laughs> bad. <laughs> yeah, but this this guy has to be the same guy. Well, there you go. So, Paul, will you be attending then this year? I don't know. I didn't buy anything when I was there and, and, and they sent me up there. So maybe, maybe not. I'll call your boss. I'll write a, first I'll write a nice letter. Then I'll write a strongly worded note. Um, and, and we'll make sure <laughs> we get you there. Sir, just because but, I didn't no, buy anything, I'll, I actually saved you money and I'm there for education as well. So I made you money. Absolutely. There you yeah, go. Lushy. Make, make, see, there is this, the ultimate salesman, but anyway, uh, just for those of you that don't know, Paul Paul participated last year, first time. I thought I thought you were there, the original one too, but I don't know. That was a blur. Was the first not. one was definitely a blur. <sighs> yeah, I still think about that those those nights sometimes. Um, so for all those of you who are wondering what the hell we're talking about, we do a live event. Uh, this one will be our third annual one, live in Louisville, the week of the equipment show, which this year I believe is right around the nineteenth, twenty twenty first of October. 
they're live in Louisville, Kentucky. So we'll have uh, a whole bunch of different events, things to participate in, some meals. We're going to go to Top Golf. We've got some other cool stuff planned. Uh, I'm working on a. Uh, this is a surprise for everybody else here, but I'm working on a little education event uh, to have some uh, PhDs and some other folks come in and speak to us and get some continuing education credits. So it will be a good time. And then obviously. We will do this Thirsty Thursday live in person there in Louisville at a undisclosed and secret location that only our guests will know about and find out about when they arrive in town. So nobody can crash it because we don't want where, uh, Matt. What did you call them today? Humic fanboys. I can't remember. I, I can't remember the exact term, but uh, yeah, I think I think I called them humic fanboys. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, if we if we tell everybody ahead of time where we're going to do it, the, the size of the stick that Matt will have to bring to beat all those folks off and, and away from our, our event would just be uh, too large, you know. Um, just like Telly Coleman, you know, you'd need one of those special DOT permits to carry that big stick around. So just be careful of that. <laughs> and so, all right. There and in today's comments, somebody's getting pregnant. Oh, there's no Ooh. doubt about it. Paint the walls white. So, all right, Paul, come to our event. We'll write a strongly worded note to your boss. Uh, we'll prank call him. We'll call him a bomb. Well, I don't want to say that. We don't want to call him a bomb. This isn't high school or finals or something like that. But yeah. we'll do something fun. Appreciate we'll get a fun excuse didn't. out there. <laughs> 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 All right. It's time to go to the after show. If you want to go to the after show, check us out. www.patreon.com forward slash burn return. You can go over there and join us for less than the price of a gallon of gas. And most uh, locales in this country right now. Uh, you can also uh, ante up a little bit more and, and participate a little bit more. Last week, we did a uh, live power hour that lasted from 9 p.m. until about 5.30 a.m. Uh, that's <laughs> Eastern time for those of you that are scoring at home. And uh, much information was exchanged. So those types of things, uh, chat with all of our illustrious members, many of whom have become smarter than us and how for all kinds of camaraderie, knowledge, kinship, and friendship. So with that, Brian... Have a nice night in North Carolina and go fuck yourself. Remember, less <laughs> checks will fix it. 